From science to business, we talk about all topics impacting the Asian community in Western culture. My name is Richard Liu. And I'm Matt Gusty. And, and this, this is, is the Bamboo, Bamboo Breakthrough, Breakthrough Podcast. Podcast. Hey Matt, how's it going? Hey Richard, yeah, doing good. So it's almost Christmas, we're all excited, all excited to get off work. Like, yeah. yeah, I think like Australia kind of shuts down during this Christmas time. No one really does any business at this point. Yeah. Unless you're retail and this is all about true. Christmas And then you're time. crazy right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But we don't work retail at the moment, so... Yeah, so <laughs> we're enjoying the corporate, I guess, the Christmas breaks. Yep. Yeah, but it's interesting because in America, it doesn't really shut down as much. Really? Yeah, it doesn't. Um, because I spoke to some American colleagues and they're like, yeah, we got a bit of Christmas here and there, but like, it's mainly just celebrating the Christmas um, period and then yeah. it's like back to work pretty much. Okay. Yeah, so it's interesting, a bit of different culture there. Yeah, I think yeah. Australians want to relax a bit more by the sounds of it. Yeah. Maybe that's a, another podcast potential, like talking about how the world is different in terms of like celebrating certain things. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. That's an interesting topic. But yeah, but today we're actually talking about something from America, so not really Australian, but um, someone you, you guys might have heard of called Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the can- democratic Democrat candidates um, in the presidential campaign coming up. Yep. Um, pretty exciting because he's Asian American um, and he's not like, he's there to kind of like, he's a, a contender potentially. Although he's not one of the, I guess, the top three, you could say. So he's not like Bernie Sanders. No, unfortunately yeah. not. No, I think that guy's on like 27% preferential or something. Yeah, and okay. He's on like maybe a couple percent. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, he's got a pretty interesting background. Um, well, interesting to, I guess, us because he's very, I guess, the standard Asian kid around the block. Um, he's come from an entrepreneurial background. Um, as a kid, he... Um, went and studied at Columbia Law School as a Jewish doctor and yep. he apparently likes playing Dungeons and Dragons and play the piano which is kind of standard okay, and tick yeah tick, tick. and you got your tennis as well <laughs> tick, tick. Yep. Um, but yeah his parents he's the first gen his parents moved to the US in the 1960s oh, okay. um, so yeah he's got like a pretty I guess similar background I guess he's obviously a lot older than us yeah but like yeah first gen um, ready to kind of like make a change in America but he's got that really typical kind of Asian immigrant story. Exactly. And upbringing. Yeah. Okay. Like his parents were, one of them worked for, like in the science, like his dad I think worked in the science background. He has like a few patents with IBM and his mom I think worked in, um, I, know, I know she became an artist which is a bit different, but I know she did a pretty like Asian kind of occupation previously. Yep. Like, um, Which city was he from? That's a good question. Um, I don't 100%. Let's take a quick look. Yeah, let's take a quick look. He's born in New York. Well, there you go. Okay. That's right, okay, cool. Manhattan, so. Yeah, pretty... like he lives in Manhattan now. Yeah. So, I oh, mean. Interesting, though, he's Taiwanese. He's Taiwanese, yes, he's a, yeah. yes, from Taiwanese, um, Taiwanese um, immigrants, his yeah. parents, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, his background's like pretty, I guess, what we talked about in the previous podcast, like very, I guess, standard for first gen, like. Um, and the interests and stuff like is very like academically focused. He was like in some gifted and talented um, group of individuals, mm. and then he actually apparently got slightly bullied because he was a lot smaller and younger because he managed to skip oh, grades. Skipped ahead, okay. Yeah, he skipped ahead, and apparently he mentioned that he did get like bullied, yeah. but he didn't mention anything around like ethnicity. It's more around like just being small. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure exactly if he mentioned anything around that, but I remember like he mentioned like it was more around his size. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. He's very like academically gifted. 
um, and very like just business driven as well. By the um, sounds of it, if you grew up in our era, he would have totally been on subtle Asian traits. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah exactly, hundred percent. Like he, he, I mean, he's trying to make a change as well. Subtle Asian traits, I guess you could say, making a change as well. But yep. yeah, definitely like more on the um, serious side of like trying to change the government and the po- and the policies over there. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I think I just want to kind of talk about like his um, what recently like recent news stuff around him just because i think it's very it's a he's an important i guess um figurehead for asian americans especially ones trying to go into um, politics i think there's and yeah, a, you don't see many you don't yeah, yeah. it's there's a huge um like under i guess um mis- not misrepresentation but like under i guess whelming amount of asians in politi- politics i can't even think of many uh, if any american ones at least. yeah i don't know many american ones yeah, true. Um, at least we can tell in Australia it's quite a small amount as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think d- to be honest, though, politics is not a big thing for Asians. Like we're not in my like my parents didn't really like teach me about much about politics. Yeah. Like they were kind of like okay, just vote for this one, vote for this one. It's like not really like a big ingraining part. It's more about like you should study well, play the piano, get into a good school, get into a good university or college. And Politics is never a career path option that the parents give. No, we don't. No, yeah, it's like no one, no parent, no Asian parents goes to their kid and yeah. says, "Oh, you, you be should yeah, become a politician, be a prime and, minister, yeah, be a president, and make the change in <laughs> yeah. this country." I think they just kind of think that like we're still they still have that immigrant mentality. In their thing I think so. Yeah, we, we, as in yeah, exactly. Like we're we're not we're not the I guess I don't want to call it but like a Caucasian that's ready to kind of like be the, the politician be the prime minister like I don't think they see it as a potential pathway to like yeah I feel like it's it's that whole kind of we need to assimilate into the culture as opposed to we need to lead this culture yeah and be the figurehead and be the politician that's calling the shots and making the change mm. I mean if you think about it just from a household point of view right if you're a guest you go into the country and you kind of like be uh, be a good guest. Yeah, um, you kind of assimilate into the culture. Etc. Exactly. You're not there to call the shots. Yeah, you don't you don't get up like arranging their like house furniture. Yeah, furniture. Oh, you know yeah, this yeah. looks better. Like no, you don't, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I think that's at least from the um, overseas parents, they probably don't have that mentality and don't want that to mm. for, for their for exactly. their own family or for their kids. Yeah, which is why it's pretty cool to see like the first gens and second gens like kind of rising up and yeah. going, hey, look. We, we, I was born in this country. This is like kind of my identity, yeah. more than like my actual ethnicity. I'm, I want to make some changes. Like, yeah, it's like I was born in this country. I grew up here. I identify more with yeah, here. Exactly. I feel a part of this country that it's within my rights. Hundred percent to actually call some shots. Exactly. A, you know, I see some problems in this yeah, country. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, like personally for me, like I identify myself as more Aussie than Chinese. To be yeah. honest, like my. Like my Chinese is terrible, actually. Like, if I wouldn't survive in China, to be honest. Like, yeah. I would probably just collapse from not being able to speak to anyone. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like as you said, like it's pretty cool to see this. Um. So yeah, he's he's got an interesting background. Like he came from he's an entrepreneur. Like a lot, I think a lot of Asian Americans become entrepreneurs. Like yep. we got um a lot of them just like trying to as as we said like make a change, make do something, um, not just take the typical path that Asian parents just want you to go on, like doctors yep. and engineers and stuff. Um, so yeah, he's become the likely ca- last candidate, seventh one um, for the presiden- presidential debate. I think in order to reach that, you need like a certain amount of like uh, preferential interest in you. Um, so he's garnered enough. He's garnered enough, yeah. yeah. So um, one of the last ones, but yeah, it's really interesting to see that. 
Um, I think the most interesting part, I think, the most, not controversial part, but like, I think a lot of people were, that he's like known for is his UBI, his um, $1,000, I guess, tax to like, I mean, yeah. gift UBI to. is universal basic income. Yeah. Right? Basically, his, um, his view is that automation is taking over, so we need to give like everyone a thousand bucks. Yeah. I mean, Bill Gates said this a long time ago, right? Mm. If you remember. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I think I remember, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but he's called, it, he's called it a freedom dividend to all US citizens over 18 years old can opt in yeah. for it. So you didn't even have to opt in, to be honest. Um, so what's what's his reception been then? I mean, to be honest, it's like, to me, If I thought it would be controversial, but it's honestly not, not that controversial, I think. Yeah. Um, it's just quite like, everyone's kind of accepted it. That That is, that is his policy. Um, because he's got other policies like um, VAT, which is like just a GST, goods and services tax. Yeah. Um, Basically, trying to his his view is there are too many businesses out there that like are making too much money. Yeah. We need to tax them more, which is fair enough. Um, yeah. And he's trying to redistribute these funds to like your average household um, family. So it's not even trying to look for like Asian American type of like policies. He's actually trying to think of the whole of America, right? Yeah. Which is, as our point goes back previously, is he's trying to look at America and trying to he's because he's obviously identified as an American. He's not like a, just like a, some random Taiwanese guy just came and tried to try to change everything. He's he's born in America, he's and he wants to change America for for the better, right? Do you think he's pandered at all to the Asian American audience? I think definitely. I mean, he's not gonna it's I mean, to be honest, like if you're in a presidential race, like um like race, you're not really there to like try to like be like normal about it. You're trying to like use the tactics that would obviously secure more votes and obviously he's going to play towards that card right yeah i mean if you look at our own politician like kevin rudd in the previous um uh, i guess prime minister kind of uh, in Australia, kevin seven yeah kevin seven he's he can speak mandarin so he's um a caucasian as one of viewers out there from america maybe who doesn't who don't know kevin rudd he is caucasian but he can speak fluent mandarin and he played that card perfectly. He's, he, yeah. I know he nabbed a lot of uh, Asian China, voters. Asian voters. Because especially my mum was like, he can speak Mandarin. What the hell? Like, this is amazing. We're going to yeah. vote for him. And oh, okay. yeah, so like it does help. And honestly, there's no reason to not to do it. Yeah. But he doesn't go out there and get and go like, oh yeah, Asian Americans go vote for me. He just plays the card correctly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he would obviously play the card. Yeah. yeah. But do you think being, I guess, an Asian has hampered him in the political race? I think it would also go the opposite. I mean, yes, you get voters like Asian Americans voting for him, or even Asians like just in general. But yes, you may get other voters voting against him because he's that right. Like yeah. they're like, oh, why is this like foreigner trying to change America, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's just how it is, right? Like you get some, you get, some are positive, some are negatives, and there's not, nothing you can do about it, right? Isn't he omitted from a bunch of like MSNBC polls? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there was like a lot of controversial stuff recently. Um, he's so MSNBC released a Canada graphic of the top twenty candidates, yeah. and although he's clearly like in the top ten, yeah, he was omitted from that, and it's just like insane that happens like there was actually like a bit of backlash on twitter yeah uh, because twitter is like obviously where people go rant yeah um, there's like a hashtag called yang media blackout because people are like just believing that this is not just a coincidence this is like actually like maybe a controversial stuff something in ha- stuff happening in the back they're, they're just omitting know. data yeah and just omitting him from what he deserves to be on and just at least in the poll yeah yeah i wonder why they would do that I mean, there's not much. I mean, we, we can't really. We, we can never know the truth, right? Yeah. Like, same with like Trump winning. Yeah. yeah, it's like Trump winning the whole, like, 
being president, right? Like, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of speculation. We can't really, like, ever nail the whole truth. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, like, shady and tricky at the same time. Like, um, I mean, he's he's even made out, came out and said something about it. He's like, if Emmett's NBC don't, like, include, like, me in the next, like, stuff, then I'm not going to go on, like, your media anymore. Yeah. Like, he said he's admitted, like, 12 plus times. Like, he's even given, like, a rough figure around it. So it's kind of insane that, like, a big media public, like, outlet would just do this like yeah. yeah it's kind of like yeah and even funny like he's been confused like with like other famous Asian Americans with the same last name like the most famous one is Jerry Yang like he's a co-founder of Yahoo yeah um, and he's been mixed up with John Yan from NPR as well and like it's all like this confusion as well like oh is he like oh it must be that guy co-founder Yahoo like yeah good job but no it's completely two different people <laughs> like the Yahoo guy, Yahoo doesn't even, it's, it's even, it's bought by Verizon now, it's not even part of its own entity, it's yeah. just under a subsidiary now, so like it's, all this stuff like, it's kind of confusing, like people like, it just kind of surprises me as well, like all this stuff happening, yeah, but I think he's trying to still push forward, like obviously he's got his huge uh, debate coming up, like yep. he's going to prepare for that, um, but yeah, like it's just this invisible, like our first podcast was celebrating Asian Americans in media and this is more about like kind of like taking a look and go well maybe it's celebrating like the I guess the mainstream media in terms of like celebrities and movies yeah. and stuff but then you got the politics side which is kind of like Asian Americans not really represented quite well in terms yeah. of the numbers and like just in general like we've now looked at it just the media coverage of it right yeah yeah I guess having him there is like talking about him and him having such a impact mm. is already kind of celebrating the fact that we've they've got a pretty front not front running but like a pretty strong asian american candidate yeah no, for the first exactly. time in like a long oh, time 100 percent. the only reason i actually knew about him was because um so one of my friends he just randomly like we're just like hashing up he's like hey do you know about andrew yang and i was like to be honest i'm not really into politics and i was like who is he and he's like oh you don't know like he's like a huge like um, thing right now in the US he's like one of the lead, like we're not leading like one of the run contenders yeah. for a presidential candidacy and how do you not know him like he's doing the thousand dollar like UBI like he's Asian American like Taiwanese background and I was like oh okay okay calm down there like okay I'll, I'll look him up Yeah. Um, but yeah like and he's like my friend's like he's Australian he's also from uh, he's not Taiwanese background he's a Chinese background yeah. came to Australia like when he was in university oh, Okay. and like even these like Asians like are like supporting him like and it's just amazing to see like the support worldwide it's not just if like Americans listening to the podcast like all the Australians are look, looking at it all the Chinese people Taiwanese people like it's a big thing right now around the world it's not just part of just America looking at it yeah when people are supporting him do you think they're supporting him because of his nationality or do you think he just has good policies I think it's a mix I think like they're definitely the ones that are supporting him based off like ironically I would I would say that this is just my point of view I think Asian immigrants are probably supporting him because of just him cause be, just cause but like I think the like you and me and like I guess the second gens or like the first gens and stuff like who are a bit like more identified with um, America or Australia or like UK and stuff as like our country yeah um because my mom keeps going on, oh yeah, China's my home still. Like I love, I want to go visit back and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though she loves Australia, um, but we, uh, but I go like, actually, I could never live in China like permanently. Like I, ha I would see myself raising my family in Australia and stuff. Yeah. And so for us, I think it's different. I think we look at the policies and we go, actually, you know what, that actually makes sense. Like your GST taxing like 
and companies like huge like Amazon, right? Amazon didn't pay any tax apparently. Like, um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and like that stuff, like they're making billions, right? Not just millions, they're making billions, and it makes sense that they they should be taxed, to be honest. And so some of his policies do make sense. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for that. Like, and he's definitely like pointed out, I guess Trump's. Um, I don't know what the exact term he used, but like kind of a negative side of Trump. Because um, mm-hmm. I know Trump is more of a he supports, I guess, businesses. You could definitely say like he's a, he has a huge interest, obviously, because he is also like quite wealthy, um, and he has a huge business on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would think I would think it's a mix. Yeah, it'll be hard to kind of like pinpoint exactly like the percentage of like interest and stuff. But yep. yeah, my guess would just be a mix. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. And I guess if you bring it back to Australia, mm. we we don't really have someone like Andrew Yang. We don't. We don't have anyone who's in the actual kind prime, of minister. prime minister. Yeah. Level, so yeah. in Australia, we don't really have. We don't have a president. We have a prime minister. Yeah. Um. And yeah, but we don't have like someone who's out there like ready to become like the next China, uh, Chinese Australian prime minister or Chinese Asian prime minister. Yeah. yeah. No one's really gone for that top seat. No, it isn't. All, all we've got is people that's kind of sitting within the party. Exactly. The parliament, the senate. Yeah. You know. I mean, there are some notable notable names. Um, yeah. I think. All the Aussies listening, I think Penny Wong is probably the one that everyone kind of like, uh, kind of like if asked, like, who do you know is an Asian? And she's the only one that I could really think of that's a exactly semi household name. Yeah. And is to be honest, she's not. I mean, I'm not. And she's not even like fully like Asian. She's got, um, I think, half Malaysian, half Australian blood, mm. um, which is still awesome. Like having like someone who can represent the Asian community, but yep. like. She's also still not the, I guess, Prime Minister candidate. Or candidate no, yeah. yeah. I so, think she was last the Minister of Environment, like Climate Change yeah. and Water or something yeah. in 2007. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, there are some other names like um, Gladys Liu. Yeah. I think she was... I think she's part of the Liberal Party. Um, yeah, she is. Yeah. But she... I think her... Asianness has been used against her in Australia, mm. especially amidst kind of this climate of, I guess, Chinese scare. Yeah, um, and a lot of I think there's a lot of news around saying that Chinese are trying to infiltrate the different governments, and especially in Australia, they're trying to plant some people people in the political system. Yeah, um, yeah, I think she has a lot of backlash from that, right? Yeah, um, I think so. From what I remember, she was a fundraiser for the Liberal Party in some some okay. sort of way. I, I, and yeah. She was really good at it, but she got a lot of the funding from uh, Chinese uh, kind of parties. Yeah, yeah, and some of them have ties to the Communist Party. Oh god! That's... So when someone kind of dug that up, yeah. um, she was just getting so much like negative treatment from that. See, that's why like I'm not really like poli- politics is just kind of like to me that's like it's a lot of like that stuff like. Under the rug, kind of activities. Yeah. I don't think we're here to discuss the no, we're not really politics. Yeah. But I guess for Asians in politics, so someone like Gladys, it didn't necessarily work out really well for her. Mm. And and that's the thing, I guess, in Australia, right? There isn't really a huge kind of push to have an Asian no. representation up there. No, it's not. Although it would be really good. It's just it's there's no one kind of trailblazing the way like no, Andrew yeah. Yang is in America. I think one of the main points, though, I think for that reason, at least what I'm looking at is, I think in Australia, a lot of the first gens like you and me, um, there's a lot of more first gens. We don't, there's not, I don't, I haven't really met any second gens, to be honest. Like, there's a few floating around, but it's not the majority. Like, yeah. in America, I think there's a lot more second generation Asians. Yeah, I think immigration, they started much earlier. Exactly. Than, yeah. So, I think 
hopefully Australia will be making that change like towards that kind of like view um, I think America is definitely like obviously one step ahead but that's I think that's the reason why like they have a lot more second generation um, Asians like ready to kind of like take it there whilst yep. we're still kind of like on, we're, still, we're, we're there but like we're not there there yet like we're still assimilating into like Australian society kind of thing like um, and like a lot of things I think where Australia just in general I think not just in the Asian talk is kind of behind in a lot of stuff yep. the only thing like we really have is 5G um, <laughs> like <laughs> as a little joke but um, yeah I think it's interesting to kind of like see the difference in I guess how Americans, Asian Americans treat, I guess, the politics politics side versus like Australian politics, right? Like yeah. I think there's a lot more movement over there and hopefully we'll see some, maybe a big Asian like candidate that comes down and go, hey, you know what, Australia, like let's change this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The only other country that I can think that's got something like that should be Ireland. The really? The Prime Minister of Ireland is half Indian, if I remember correctly. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I am oblivious to anything beyond... America politicians. Like, I even know what I don't even know who the prime minister in China is to be honest. Yeah, and then, bit, yeah. And then the I think he was the mayor of London. His name is Sadiq Khan. So he's obviously not a white Caucasian person. Oh wow, that's actually but, really cool. Yeah, I think he's got kind of like yeah the South South Asian background as well. Yeah, which is awesome to see, right? I mean, it's always like, an interesting question, girl. Like oh, like Indians and like Chinese and stuff like that. But in the end, we're all Asian, right? So because like at least if yeah. different like we get like a different representation of ethnicities it, it supports like the whole ecosystem right? yeah i think that's the crux of it right it's having a non kind of cookie cutter or represented person as the figurehead somewhere so as a mayor of a city yeah. or a prime minister or a president not mm. like if you're in a caucasian country mm. not having a white person do it and having mm. someone someone else it's yeah. always pretty interesting when it's always interesting happens. yeah and, and like it's always and they have like a different view. I think they bring a different view to the table. Yeah. Um, and like, this doesn't mean like, oh yeah, let's just like get rid of all like Caucasians. No, that's not the that's what we're trying to say. We're just trying to say get a mix, and then you have different views, and you just, and it's just so much easier to see different point of views then, right? And I think that's what makes it really cool to see like, for example, as you mentioned, like Sadiq Kang, whatever yeah. his name is, um, coming out and being the mayor of London, or yeah, like it's just that's the yeah that's one of the cool things about it, yeah. I just don't even think like ethnicity should even come into politics. No, it shouldn't. I mean, if they've got good policies and they're definitely there for the country. Yeah, but yeah, in the end, it's kind of like you can't avoid it. That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's the hard part, right? Yeah. And we, we can see examples for it working for and against somebody. Exactly. So it's not really like you can't, you can never say to like someone, oh, he's Asian, he's using that as an advantage. There's obviously disadvantages yeah. as well. Like, but on the flip side with um, Gladys, mm. it's like, oh, she's Asian and she's connected to China. And she's, yeah, she's like the Trojan horse into the politics. Trojan horse, yeah. yeah, that's... Oh, man. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And I think, like, yeah, there's one person... One other person I want to point out. Um, maybe I'm butchering his name. Um, Zibin Chen. Um, so he's one of the first Chinese-born federal parliamentarians. Yeah. Um, I just want to point him out because he, unfortunately, did pass away a few days ago. I mean, actually, passed away a few weeks ago, but they made the announcement public a few days ago. Oh. Um, I think he... he had, in I think fatal in a car accident um, it's pretty sad to see because apparently like I was reading like Penny Wong said like he's one of the first actual Asian Australians that was was making a change in parliament yeah and it's really sad to see like what like a person like that just like pass away in just a car crash like yeah it's pretty sad to see that's, but that's like yeah I just sad. wanted to mention him just because no, 
one of the things like I think one I want we were talking about is just to be honest, if I mentioned him up to like any of my Asian friends, I don't think any of them. I would, wouldn't know about. Yeah, him. like no one would have known who he is, right? Yeah, unless you've done your research. Yeah, unless you're like into politics and yeah. stuff. I, I know one friend who will probably know who he is. Yeah, but the majority would be like, who is he? And then, but he's such got a, such like one of the first federal parliamentarians, and he's sorry, Chinese Australian ones, and it's just sad to see like not only his death, but the fact that there was very little media coverage on that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit tragic. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a very interesting episode. I think I think we wanted to kind of like talk about Andrew Yang because he is making huge like hit in like America. Like even if he doesn't win, it's already like kind of on the news. And yep. We'll definitely see like more of him um, in in politics, but also I think just around the world, like just in general, like just yeah. Win. I think just having one guy having done it yeah. shows that oh, it's possible for exactly. other people to do it. Yeah. I think one of the silver linings of having Trump as a president is like if this guy can win, oh it, man, like. Yeah, everyone should be able to run exactly. Politics. To be yeah. honest, yeah, I remember that in Australia, like we were so confused. Like to be honest, that's and I was like, oh, maybe it's just American. And then I asked my American friends, like, no, we're confused too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? If Trump can do it, everyone, anyone can do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much concludes the podcast today. Like, um, thanks for listening, tuning in. So this is the Bamboo Breakthrough with Richard and Matt. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Thanks. See you.